1: Hello and welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I'm Charlotte Spicer, executive producer and host of the show, Energetic Healer and Channel for Yeshua and other members of the Divine. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. Today's feature is Guidance from Spirit, channeled messages from beyond the veil with Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child, in her last lifetime. Joining me is my special guest co-host since 2016, Danielle Gibbons, full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994. After a brief discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through to share her ever-loving wisdom and guidance for the human journey. Danielle has connected people worldwide with Mother's Grace through life-changing courses, retreats, and online events, including pre-recorded and live-streamed discourses and meditations with Mother on YouTube. You can subscribe at Mother Mary channel, and you are cordially invited to participate in these remarkable events to expand your conscious awareness. And if you're interested in elevating your life experience, Mother's transformative series on the major chakras is available on YouTube. To learn about Mother Mary's School of Love, an annual event that offers an immersion into personal transformation, visit BelovedPublications.com. Their book, Mother Mary's Pathway to Love, is an excellent way to open that door for yourself. Members of the Spiritual Insights community are invited to participate in online classes and events with me. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to learn all the details on the events page and become and how to become a member of the community. Private sessions with the divine team and me are always available. Well, I'm excited to get started. We are finally back after a long hiatus. Welcome back, Danielle. Thank you so much,
2: Charlotte. It is so good to be back. So good. I have missed you, and I've missed your listeners for sure.
1: And I'm sure they've all missed you. I know I've missed you terribly, uh, but I was with you in spirit, uh, as you said, recently. Yep. Most of the time, most of the time, <laughs> it's, it's been an interesting 2023 mm-hmm. where we left it off. I want to I revisit some things. Um, we're going to talk about the tools that we need now. Uh, You indicated that thing that we need for the new age. And I want to say the new paradigm. And for me, the last five or six months have been some of the toughest and some of the most remarkable. Mm. I have to say, because um, I left it off with stating that my soul had generated through my heart center, the energetic equivalent of my childhood, adolescence, and major events in my adult life. Um, that needed to be addressed and mostly because they reinforced certain perceptions mm. that I formed in my childhood and adolescence so there was a lot of lot of ideas and uh, beliefs that needed to be neutralized and corrected and put on the, the positive light path so to speak yes yeah. Hell, have your five months been?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would just want to comment uh, about what you just said because I think this is a very important point. People like yourself, uh, light workers that are actively in service, uh, practicing their uh, whatever uh, way the light flows through them, they're living it, they're breathing it. we are. We go through things first before the collective. We're like the canary in the coal mine, right? Yes, so, you know, everything you're describing is uh, so much of what was awakened on Mother's pilgrimage in England that Mother awakened into the collective with Archangel Michael and Yeshua for Gaia. And this interest is a very interesting point. They awakened the energy of loving truth. And you are not the first light worker that I have been talking to since I've been home from England. Who has described the beginning of 2023 as a, a deep dive into themselves and that is the loving truth, right? Everything that you've been experiencing at the beginning of this year is based in that loving truth. And we all need to go through it in order to hold that light as we move into the new age for and really in service to Gaia. Uh, mother said something to me that she wanted me to talk about a little bit here in that for a long time in the collective because we are sentient beings and one of the few animals on the planet right that yeah. that ability mm-hmm. for a long time we as a collective have thought that our sentience was for us But in fact, when it comes to the animal kingdom, the ecosystem, everything is for Gaia, for planet Earth. And so that one shift in belief that somehow this particular gift, this sentience, was supposed to be for our use for ourselves rather than to use in service to Gaia is what really just threw (laughs) everything Out of balance. And so now, what Mother was saying is that this is the age where it has to come back into balance because that is Gaia's will. And we are living on her, in her, with her, above her, you know, at her invitation, at her. Uh, at her mercy, at her benevolence, you know? And so I think that what you're describing, and I'm sure, I know you're going to go into more detail in a little bit, but it is so, it is so much the precursor to this energy that was released in England will now be not just in the few, but in the many, right? So just like transparency came into the consciousness in 2000, right? That energy was awakened and we've all seen what the past 23 years have been with have transparency,
1: what, what the, what's been exposed. Yes. And brought That's to the
2: exactly light. Right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And so now what they awakened mm-hmm. uh, is that loving truth that is not just now for individuals who seek it, but is now uh, going to be woven and flowing through the collective, whether we like it or not. (laughs) True. So what Uh. you went through is very similar to what I felt when I was going through School of Love at the beginning of this year, Uh, and for me also the year before. It was very much, I felt like, and tell me if you resonate with this, but it felt like it was time to clean house, Mm. deep cleaning, like the stuff that you think, Oh, I'll get to that later. Oh, I'm, you know, yes. So it might be important, but I'm going to, this is so much more important. What's happening right now. It's like going back and cleaning out all those old kind of crusty places you know that have really really needed our attention and we've just been busy and haven't been willing or made the time to really focus on these things that energy of loving truth is going to say well now you have to focus on these things yes because cleaning out your channel clearing out your channel particularly for light workers is going to be critical moving forward.
1: It's so funny how in tune we are because as you said number 1 yes i do have more to share. And in my notes i wrote the word crusty. <laughs> and sometimes you like when you see my eyes go wide it's that means you did it again like you just plucked something out of my head. or or the notes or the title I gave a document or and you just it's just so cool I love I love that connectedness what I should start with is by saying that um, I and we uh, representing the listeners are so thrilled that you're back thank
2: you my love
1: but it is also my return since the last time you were here so I, I guess I should offer a bit of an explanation. And so um, with that, where, where we left off was I had figured out and pulled together and pulled into concept, context a lot of what had happened throughout 2021 and 2022. And that was that I was given an opportunity, a glorious opportunity to revisit circumstances of my life mm-hmm. in a new way with a different perspective a more mature spiritual vision and look at it consciously this time without reaction and to see the truth of it Mm. and what it boiled down to and what this year so far has boiled down to is self-worth yes and if you look back ladies and gentlemen at all of the titles of mothers segments for 2022 She created a user's guide, a veritable user's guide, on how to get through all of this. And we're still in it. Yeah. But the information given last year was to prepare you for this. So some of us, and some of us, and I like how you and I represent different uh, percentages of the community, where uh, sometimes when it's hard for me, it's easier for you. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when it's harder for you, it's easier for me, but we we tend to represent correctly a certain percentage of the listeners. So if you've been having a decent, I know you've been working hard, you had school of love and, and what the listeners are hearing you say is that you took a trip to England with a group of people in June, 2023, and it was magical and all of what you just said happened. And so now you're back and now I'm back, but we needed to do things. You had something to do and I had something to do. So what happened was 2022 set the stage for me to process a lot of what the old paradigm provided me in terms of, let me say it again, 2022 set the stage for me to process a lot of what the old paradigm provided for me in terms of experience for knowledge and growth. Hmm. So I was able to look at it, experience it differently. Yes. Get to the truth of it, like you were saying. It was a study in consciousness with an emphasis on boundaries, mm-hmm. which made it fascinating. So, for me, it was time to grieve. Mm. It was a time for grieving and for getting in, things in perspective. And if we remember what Mother said last year in her uh, segment entitled uh, how the volatile energies, the current mm-hmm. volatile energies will make you whole. Yeah, All of this is geared toward making all of us whole. Yes. Mine had, was a bit grueling. My path was a bit grueling, but I do tend to take longer for things because I have a, a strong desire to be thorough. And uh, as I go through things, I apply this uh, formula that I came up with for wisdom which is, to, uh, which is observation, analyzation, integration, and application. Mm, and wow. so as I, as I observe and witness and feel and experience, I try to, my, at, to my best ability, apply that to gain wisdom and the knowledge of the experience, right? So I can apply it. But once everything, and she also said in, uh, in another she started out the year with why no December 2021 she started out with why consciousness is important Mm
2: -hmm. all of
1: 22 consciousness was very important but more but especially now because I went through a purging process I went through the catharsis of letting all that pass through me once and for all and once everything was properly stirred up once it was all stirred up from the bottom of the pond and re-perceived, I was ready to process and release it. What I witnessed was like watching a movie of my life. It was pretty awesome. And so looking at a movie of my life, and, and it will shock no one's, even, especially if you're new, that if I had to go through this, then my life has been pretty challenging, right? So the grief that I was feeling these past five months months, the grief I was feeling these past five months was proportionate to what needed to, again, be achieved. So what I was feeling for the past couple of years, sometimes it was slow to surface. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was held at bay to give me breathing room. Uh, Mother said last uh, spring that old grief would be coming up. Old grief. And there's new grief for me, you know. So I had old and new. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it came in a trickle sometimes it was a little more consistent and sometimes it was a geyser.
2: Yeah, yeah, I hear you.
1: But it was always proportionate to what mm-hmm. you wanted to achieve in that moment at that time. And yes. so for the past five months with this big undertaking, there had to be big grief and big purging. So that's what, that's what happened. And I applied all that I know. And we were, since we were talking about tools, I think the most important tools we can have is openness, willingness awareness and consciousness to the best of your ability so that we can step into the age of Aquarius with a sense of wholeness and a feeling of safety Mm -hmm. that's what for me that's what it was all about and after a few months I heard one of them say I had enough but the whole time I needed extremely deep rest because there was so much coming through me and at one point I started to get a little suspicious it was so intense I started to feel the collective mm, yeah. and I felt things coming through me with regard to bigger things that were bigger than me. I might not have caught it right away, but after a while, you know, when you feel like that's not my singular energy, that's different. That's, oh, it's the collective. So for whatever reason, I was representing something. I mm. haven't figured it out yet, but I knew something was there. So that's that's pretty much it. The common denominator for the whole experience was, am I safe? Am I safe? And a lot came up. Rational fears, irrational fears, blame, shame, guilt. And it's good that it came up, because now it's out. Yes. And so... Can I just yeah, jump
2: in here real quick and I, say, sure. that when you say, I, you know, I'm not sure what you were holding for the collective, you know, I suspect that we, one of the reasons that it is so important that light workers are clearing their channels to the best of their ability, really um, giving a lot of focus to it, letting it happen, participating, doing whatever you can to clear out. We are going to be anchoring that loving truth for the collective, right? Because in order for that energy has to really integrate just like the transparency energy at 2000, we have to anchor it. You know, we have to hold it for the collective so that the collective has time to absorb it and integrate it and that it just starts working in the collective. So everything you were doing to clear out your channel was so you can hold this energy. And you and I talked about the timing of just how you were feeling about, hey, this is more than just me, this is the collective. It was right almost to the day when mother was awakening, that energy on Glastonbury tour with Archangel Michael and Yeshua. So you know there's to me it seems so clear that you were preparing to hold that energy for the collective.
1: It was intense. Um. um now I'm feeling fantastic and I'm proud of what I achieved But going through it, you know, when there's a storm outside and you have a safe place to be out of the storm, it's one thing. When the storm is on the inside, it's Mm -hmm. different. Yes. It's different. You have to hold steady on the outside to let the churning on the inside do its thing. Mm -hmm. So I had to try to relax into it. Mm -hmm. Again, I got a lot of deep rest. Unfortunately, I wasn't very motivated to be doing segments. I did uh, let my uh, online events pull me forward. Because I needed that sense of duty yes. to, to, to get up and, and produce. Um, but a lot was accomplished. Um, and at its most intense, it occurred to me because I even developed this kind of a tick, this strong twitch where mm-hmm. my head would shoot to the, to the left and yeah. I, like, I'd have a full body shutter. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was associated with like electrical currents, but I also noticed that a lot of bad memories would fly by in that second. Oh. Okay. There was always a picture associated with the energy, mm-hmm. which is called a memory. You know, Right, right. And it was on its way out, and I would bless it. if I could remember if I wasn't horrified by what I was looking at. But at its most intense, what I realized was that the old paradigm was collapsing.:
2: Ah, uh, yes.
1: And it was one of those times where I get a phone call and somebody says, what is happening? Everything's going crazy. Nothing's working. And it just clicked. I said, the old paradigm is collapsing. And I told them, picture driving through a tunnel. And the further you get into that tunnel toward the age of Aquarius, toward that 5D consciousness, see the tunnel ceiling collapsing behind you so you can never go back. But the feeling, and we, we talked about this, the feeling was that something was being ripped out of me that didn't Mm. belong in the future. It had to stay in the past. And it's all of these, this, this montage of memories and emotions. And again, the blame, shame, guilt of just being alive. You know, yeah. Yeah. it quite literally felt like my spine was being ripped out or at least Mm. the spine I thought I could rely on. Mm. The spine of that consciousness, right? Mm. The structure, yeah. there you go. The structure you're of that okay. consciousness had to be dismantled. And so that's what was happening for me. And then I wrote uh, in my notes, old crusty feelings were extracted forcibly. <laughs> it's okay. It's time. You've, been, you've yeah. been consciously looking at where your path and where you're going, where you've been. Everything's been stirred up. Now it's time to do get into that final phase of purging and it it was just in the nick of time because I know I had to go into the deep end of things to really dig in and immerse myself to be thorough Mm -hmm. so I was in the deep end thank god I didn't go off the deep end I think my sanity is intact yes because I started to question it I thought I had had a uh, nervous breakdown
2: oh honey
1: so I researched it and I had all the symptoms but I, it was just the intensity of crossing that threshold for me. Yes. And, yeah. and apparently while carrying a good bit for the collective and purifying. this is It was a huge purifying process. Yeah. Um, I was shocked to, to realize that I needed more. But what can you do? There's, there really is no end to this. There's, it's just a continuing segue. I don't feel that it was a dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Dark Night of the Soul was very different. This it was is. very different. It is. It was difficult, but it was all about wholeness, safety, and self-worth, which mm. is what everything from last year's segments aimed us towards. Yes. And then when I wrote my notes and looked at that, I said, let me go look through the titles and hear a little bit of it. I didn't have a lot of time to do that, but just looking at the titles, is eye-opening, so I encourage all the listeners to go all the way back to December 2021. And she said this about consciousness in that segment. If I can just read this very quickly. Your whole evolution as a soul on its human path relies on consciousness. Without it, you cannot increase your light, capacity for love, or access of intuition. To fulfill your needs and heart's desires all require consciousness. It's how beings identify the reality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so in order for us to identify with the new reality, right. that old perception and construct of your, of that paradigm and how your energy matches that paradigm in order to survive within it mm-hmm. as yes. the paradigm collapsed, so did the, the construct of your beliefs yes. and perceptions. Yeah. Thank God it's over, and there's a reason, and it does tie into when you were in England because what happened was I heard one of them saying, okay, she's had enough. <laughs> she's suffering. Yeah. I heard them say, she's suffering, and here I am twitching, like, yes, <laughs> make, it, make it stop. And so I was working on a client, and they said, here's what we're going to do today. Today's a, a big day. And so what we, wor- what we did to work together to help this person was very different from what we normally do. Or what I'm used to so far. And afterwards, I said, what was that? And they said, that's your new technique. Mm-hmm. So I learned a bit about it. They went over what they did, what they were excavating from the energy field of that person, how deep it went. And they said, and we're going to do this for you. So in a day or so, they said, today's the day. It was June 20th, 2023, the day before the summer solstice. Yeah. And they said, the energy's ripe. Go lay down so i went and i lied down on my bed and i tried to pay attention to everything that was going on but i I wanted to really just relax and receive it but you indicated that that's when you were doing all of that in england they were they were say the words again what were they releasing
2: so they were releasing the energy of loving truth into the consciousness meaning that it is now inescapable just like transparency Okay, So it's not it's not so much uh, an individual choice, you know, we've always been able to seek loving truth, we've always been able to cultivate it within ourselves. But now it is going to be part of the collective, meaning that we just like with transparency, um, we don't really have a choice. I mean, we can reject it, of course, that's our choice. I mean, we can embrace it, we can reject it, we can uh, stretch it out, we can avoid it for a while and then get into it. You know, I mean, we, we definitely have choice within it.
1: Micro choices, I call them.
2: Correct. We have micro choices. But as far as whether it's going to be a part of your life or not, that is not a choice anymore, like no. officially. <laughs> in
1: january 2020 mother had a very very serious message saying that if you choose consciously choose not to ascend you will either be shifted or shifted on yeah and i've seen it happen yeah to people who chose not to and i i made sure to say my goodbyes in plenty of time anyway that's the crux of it i wanted to leave it open-ended in case as i dig into this and and pull more uh Ideas and um, parts of discourses together. I want to leave it open for a part two of this conversation. Definitely. But I am uh, super excited to hear what Mother has to say.
2: Well, before I bring her through, I just wanted to comment um, on I was, I wanted to let all your listeners know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that I was the very fortunate recipient of Charlotte's new technique on Monday and um i have to say that it was such an incredible compliment to everything that i had we, that we've just been describing really um i felt like i was gifted with um You know, it just really feels like cleaning out the closets. And I have been so called to do that in my own home, physically, on the physical plane. Like I'm feeling like I need to let go of stuff. Um, But also very deeply on the uh, internal, emotional, mental, energetic plane. And your gift to me, the technique felt so easy and streamlined. I really felt like I just opened myself cuz I of course trust you and your work and I just opened myself to the experience and it was wonderful. I felt so much lighter and that carried through that continued with me um and it is continuing and I and you're going to laugh but an unexpected thing happened. I feel a little wibbly wobbly today. Like, you know, when you've been, you've been hanging on to something, like you clench your fists and clench your fists. And then when you let them go, your hands are like shaky. It's that kind of feeling, you know, like what you facilitated in what was lifted from me during the session um, was well, the wibbly wobbly feeling was like, oh, I've been hanging on to those things for a very long time. Okay. <laughs> right. And now there's a, huh, oh, that relaxing in the yes. energetic field. Yes. Yeah. And, um, I just had to laugh because I've been feeling like, oh, it's nap time, like all
1: day long. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like that for five months. Or four well, months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I need a deep rest. Some days I just yes. couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I didn't have it in me. And it was beloved. Just lie there. Yes. Just be yes. and facilitate this. And you, you can't get up and multitask and let this happen at the same time. No. It just couldn't be done. That's but right. I want to I give thanks where it's due. And by the way, the name of the technique is called the ultra clearing. And that's exactly what it is. Yes. For is. anyone who's had the four archangels, sacred clearing. That is a sacred clearing. But I don't want to, but it only went so far as to help you, free you up so that you could get through these past two years. And so the people who were called to get it did, and it had an impact. Now, with the paradigm collapsing, now it's like a last chance uh, effort (laughs) to, to drop your baggage. Yes. And what was excavated out of my unconscious mind was so much that was holding me down, holding me back. And I know there's something there, and it's hard to find, and you can figure things out. You can forgive, you can peel back the layers, you can do all these things that I do pretty much on a daily basis. Yeah. But when something's stuck in your unconscious mind and you can't access it to release it, this technique did that.
2: Yes. And see, and, this is the kind of tools that we need for our journey in the new age. Right. Tools that are going to just get us over that hump of letting go, of clearing out our channels, of you know, cleaning out the old, crusty energies or memories or mindsets or whatever that has mm-hmm. just been sitting around that we've forgotten about, yeah, or you know, we were never conscious of it in the first place. So yes, yeah, I encourage everybody to get this clearing. <laughs> it's so powerful.
1: I went from absolute abject misery. Overnight to happiness and joy. Yeah. And it's been that way ever since. And I am just so inspired and motivated and giggling. I'm I'm laughing a lot. Everything is just light and bright. And I dug out, speaking of tools, I dug out all of my essential oils. Mm -hmm. I dug out crystals. I had crystals in different spots. I got them all together and I put ocean water in a container and cleansed them all and then left oh. them in the sun. Awesome. I smudged them, then I left them in the moonlight. And mm. now they all look different. They're, they're brighter and clearer and they even look sharper. Mm. Their energy mm. is really amped up. I got a big, huge Herkimer diamond, which mm. is one of my favorites because yeah. it amplifies other crystals. And yeah. I've been anointing myself with whatever oil I choose. There are oils for clarity, clear headedness, and sanity. There are oils for emotional balance. There are oils for motivation. What, whatever you want to do to promote your excitement, to to get through this, yeah. do it. But like I said, I wanted to give thanks where um, where credit is due, and that's to Yeshua. Mm. Yeah. Because there were there were a number of times where I couldn't, I couldn't show up. Mm. I couldn't show up. I I just couldn't. And so I skipped a few classes. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I have a guided meditation every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And I'm channeling Yeshua, and he's doing this guided meditation. It's called the Holy Trinity Guided Meditation. And this meditation and the process he puts us through, because he does work on you while you're Mm -hmm. meditating, it was instrumental in helping me get through this. Oh, beautiful. I feel like it was, it was what what carried me through, what, what made me feel cradled. Mm. to get me to the point where they said okay it's time did the clearing and then pulled me up out of that abyss Yeah. so um you know he knows i i love him and i'm grateful but that's what i wanted to say thank you so much for your words about your session i'm so glad it's had a major impact on you as well yes and i feel strengthened to see what the rest of the year brings my understanding is that come september It might get a little intense again. It's my anticipation. I don't like to use the word hope that with the clearing that's been done and with all the purging I've done, that I am well equipped to handle it, whatever it is. I don't know what it looks or feels like in advance.
2: Wonderful. We shall see. Yes, indeed, we will. Okay. Shall we bring mother through?
1: I'm all talked out. Perfect. I'm satiated. And the technique will be discounted until September 1st, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Mm. hello beloved one
1: hello mother
2: it is wonderful to be with you today and all of your beautiful listeners Mm.
1: your long-awaited return is finally here it's a glorious day
2: it is it is always uh, a wonderful day When we are co-creating with your community, Pilar.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. I hope we left you enough time to say all that you wanted to say, Mother. Oh,
2: yes, my dear. There's always enough time, especially when you live outside of it. hmm? Oh Yes. And you can manipulate it. Then uh, there's never a worry about time. hmm?
1: That's always fun for me. I make good use of it. Oh, that's a, It's a very, very uh, special skill.
2: Yes, indeed. Yeah. So today I want to focus on um, highlighting some tools that all of you will need in this new age. So at this time, your calendar date in the year, you are edging closer to the finish line, so to speak. Right. So sort of... Um, As close as uh, calendars and uh, linear time can uh, create um, a line from one age to the other, uh, this new age officially begins on the December solstice of this year. So leading up to that time, those of you, as Danielle said earlier, those of you that are um, light workers, those of you that are committed to your spiritual path, those of you that are actively involved in your service, you will be called upon to clear out your channel. Now, what does that mean? So, Mm -hmm. if you think about yourself physically, imagine that you are also energy. So, just like let's say your doctor said you have hardening of the arteries of your heart, so you need to change. The way you eat, the way you live, your maybe your weight, your cholesterol, in order to clean out those arteries, right?
1: right?
2: So think about your energy field that makes up the whole of your being. So that includes your physical self, which includes your mental and emotional self. It includes the soul that is within your physical body. It includes your spirit that is outside the physical body that surrounds you. And your energetic field, at least the part of it that we are focused on, we in the divine that are serving humanity on planet Earth, the part that we are focused on needs cleansing right? so this means that all the old parts of yourself that really you hear this term often that no longer serve you that's a very common term, but oftentimes people don't know what that means, right? Right. Because how something serves you isn't really up to your mind. Right. So you might want certain parts of yourself that you've identified to go away. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So maybe there are behaviors you do, or there are old memories or regrets, and you you say, oh I really am happy just to get rid of all that. But some of those things may still be serving you. And sometimes you all want to hang on to things, whether they're serving you or not. You don't really care if they're serving you or not. For you, it is the need just to hang on to it so if you are someone that falls into the category of what i just listed right the larger category of light workers and all the many different uh, variations of that then what no longer serves you will be cleared for you and with you So you will find that the events of your life will start rearranging themselves so that you are in a position to be cleared. Because that anchoring that Danielle spoke of from me is very necessary. So always anchors are required for energy introduction to the collective, right? Yes. And so when you said, yes, I want to serve the divine, I love the divine, I want to serve the divine, well, guess what? The divine is calling in your markers, beloved. <laughs> the bill
1: That's has great. come
2: new the bill- and the divine is saying, wonderful, this is the service we are asking of you
1: now, right? We've had a lot of fun, and it's time to pay the tab. (laughs) Yes.
2: But I'm just teasing. We, you have been serving, all of you have been serving us beautifully. But we are calling upon you now to make this clearing so that you can hold the energy of loving truth, not just in your mind, not just saying, oh, yes, yes. Loving truth. That's my favorite. It's fantastic. I want to uh, hold it and have it and share it. But to genuinely hold that energy in your channel and to be able to do so, you must live it. Right. So loving truth must be alive within you. It must be a living, breathing thing within you so that you can hold that for others in the collective. Now, don't mistake our request in that you have to burden yourself with the collectives maybe resistance or uh, whatever gets stirred up for the collective that is not for you to carry we are not interested in burdening the individuals that genuinely serve us but what we do ask and This is important to understand, beloved ones. We do not ask anything of you that we would not ask of everyone. It's just that you all need to be the forerunners, the pioneers in this. Okay. Right? So that's what is being asked of you. And in order to carry loving truth, it's a big energy. Because when you combine loving truth, love and truth, when it becomes loving truth, when they are truly combined, what is created is peace. The peace that Yeshua came to this world to bring, that Christ consciousness that comes with peace, or the peace that comes with Christ consciousness, however you want to uh, Perceive that. But loving truth always has to come first because there is no peace without loving truth. And there's not a lot of peace when there's just love. And there's not a lot of peace when there's just truth. But when those two things combine as one energy, then peace is a natural or organic
1: outcome. Wow, that makes so much sense. Yes. And
2: when I say truth, I'm talking about not your personal truth, but I'm talking about revelation. Right, that is the divine truth, right? So it's not Charlotte's truth or Danielle's truth or Mary's uh, truth or uh, John's truth, but it is divine truth, and that is revelation. So the lights are thrown on, and all the old energetic debris must be cleared out. So, is everyone's process going to look like yours, beloved? I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. it is not. Danielle's has been very different. But she has had periods like yours years years ago. Years ago.
1: She mentioned that, yes. She had done the hard stuff Previously, yeah. Yes. So that makes sense.
2: And there's still more to clear out as she is human and has a shadow and has a life and all of that. But um, for some of you, it will be uh, less intense over a longer period of time. But for people like Charlotte who are not just light workers but are light workers in the public eye who are providing uh, this kind of platform with your show where uh, people, uh, it's a beacon, right? So people can uh, come to gather together in community. So you could say community leaders will be accelerated in their clearing process. Okay. And all of this is done with your soul's permission. We never, and I mean never, override the will of your soul. As a human being, you have free will, and we never violate that those of us who work with light, right? Yes. And those of us who work with shadow. It doesn't matter. It cannot be violated. But I can tell you with uh, some degree of certainty that your souls are on board and ready to go, right? They are excited because you are living a lifetime of spiritual service. And so whenever that gets to be expanded, your soul is excited to participate. And will call to you all that you need in order for you to participate more fully. Because when you choose a life of service, that is your soul's avenue for expansion. Mm-hmm. So you can be fairly certain that it's going to take that opportunity when it's offered. And this is being offered on a global level right so all those around the world who may not even identify themselves in their own minds as light workers but who are in fact light workers they will find themselves being cleared out life will rearrange itself so that that can happen easily And I want to address the need for you all to think about and feel your way through any adjustments you need to make on the tools in your toolbox. So as you are entering this new age, what you will find, and Charlotte, I like your... Imagery of the tunnel collapsing behind. Yes, yes.
1: thank you. <laughs> That's what like it felt like. Those
2: exciting adventure movies. Right?
1: Exactly, but you know what I noticed, and i now. Thank you so much. I am in such a position where I can look back and and sift through it and say, okay, and I'm happy with everything, and I'm just happy. I yeah. am just happy. I I feel emptied of everything that was holding me down, holding me back, and now I can fill up with the loving truth. Mm. I love the phrase. Now I can fill up more of you and less of what little Charlotte thought. Yes. It feels so good. And I want to say to the listeners that for me, the life rearrangement aspect or phase of it hasn't been too difficult. Good. Not too difficult. I think what makes it difficult is having all of that inside you that needs to be cleared.
2: Correct, correct.
1: So So I noticed the difference right away.
2: Yes, we are not taking anything from you that adds value to your existence in the current time, right? So we do not, uh, well, it would not serve anyone. To take from you what you need at this time, but we want to clear what you don't need anymore. Even if you feel, uh, or part of you feels, you should hang on to it just in case, um, we are going to encourage you and give you what you uh, require emotionally, mentally, physically, energetically, spiritually for you to let those things go. And what is important to recognize about your toolbox is that the tools, even though, even though they are under the spiritual category or the metaphysical or new age, any tool that mimics the old paradigm won't work for you anymore.
1: Hmm.
2: Right? So let's look at some of what the old paradigm represents. Okay. The Great. old paradigm was very much about certainty. This is the way things are. This is the way things have to be. This is the way things are always going to be. And it never really mattered that that was never true, even in the moment when people were saying it, but everyone convinced themselves that uh, they were in fact right, and that they could just will that into being. And that also caused a lot of problems because that's not really how life itself works. So life is ever-changing, ever-evolving. So your new age is based in curiosity. And if you want to look at it, in uncertainty. Now, that's scary for a lot of people because that certainty gave uh, that false sense of security. Right. right. If this is the way it's always going to be, and I'm safe right now, then that means I'm always going to be safe, right? But that's not really, again, how life works. So the loving truth is that life is uncertain. There is no form of perfection except, and here's the, the irony life in all its uncertainties and all its evolution and all its uh, chaos and serenity and uh, beauty and uh, shadow and light, that is the perfection. Right. The certainty was never the perfection. Okay. That was the illusion.
1: That's what I'm thinking. It's, yeah. it's the human beings. It could even be the certainty of shadow. But either way, it's not true. It's not real. It's an illusion. And you're clinging to it like it is. Yes. But the certainty, because certain to, to be certain is to know. And knowledge is truth. That's what I believe. And that's what I say. Yes. Okay. And
2: there's nothing wrong with knowing what you know in the moment. But I would say that that is different than certainty. When you know something in the moment, that is a personal truth. And it may be a personal truth that you are called upon to share with others, Because there may be others that resonate with that truth, but certainty is more about stagnation. It stifles innovation, expansion and evolution, but knowledge does not. Inherently in the realm of those who are truly dedicated to knowledge, there is the the understanding that knowledge is fluid, that knowledge can change when new knowledge is added to what is already known, Mm -hmm. right? That creates fluidity and expansion. But certainty says, no, no, we can't add any more knowledge because then that's going to change what we believe is the way things have to be right the way things have to stay right that's the certainty so that is the paradigm that is collapsing and it's the paradigm that you all live with that you often strive for that you crave that you try to create magically sometimes out of Nothing, trying to make it into something just as long as it's certain. And that will ensure your safety and your
1: security. Or your perception of it.
2: Correct, correct. Your very, very limited perception of safety and security.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So the loving truth of uncertainty, It what has it's what has always been it's what is it's what has always been and will always be it is the nature of life on this planet otherwise you literally could not survive right if you were not always changing and evolving if the cells in your body were not um growing and changing and dying off and uh, birthing new cells, you could not exist. So that is going to be the biggest shift in the collective, is from the surrender of certainty to the embracing, accepting of uncertainty and getting curious about that uncertainty starting to revel in the unknown what might be discovered what's waiting around the corner what is there for you to create inside you in the moment how can you co-create with the earth with the world around you to expand your own life And all the spiritual tools that you may have collected over the course of your life, that is based in certainty uh, will not work for you. And you may find yourself getting frustrated if you keep trying. So I'll take my own existence as a wonderful example, right? Okay. Danny often gets uh, emails and comments on YouTube that uh, she doesn't know what she's talking about because Mother Mary is this and Mother Mary is that and she only does this and she only does that. And right, so people are very certain about me, my existence, my presence. Yes. That or about Yeshua.
1: Right.
2: Jesus Christ is this, He is that. And it doesn't matter whether it is from uh, the Southern Baptist Church or the New Age gathering. There, people who cling to certainty are going to struggle deeply with this shift. And so, that is going to be some of what is cleared out from your channel. The certainty you have about memories, about perceptions of yourself, mindsets about your beliefs, old behaviors that you have carried forward, clinging to whatever you cling to, these are They these are an example of certainty and Uh that is what we are clearing out within those of you that have chosen to serve in this life because you are going to be holding the energy of loving truth anchoring it for the collective and most importantly for Gaia for your mother earth but that's going to create uncertainty. It's going to stimulate curiosity. It's going to motivate co creation and collaboration. And that is at the heart of the new age. You all have to collaborate in order to survive, because uncertainty demands collaboration and co-creation.
1: Certainty
2: certainty says uh, you can be the individual, the island, you can go it alone, the lone wolf, you can be the CEO at the top, the very biggest star in the sports world or the pop world, right? that you can survive on your own, on your own terms, doing it your way, the way you want to do it. That is the paradigm that is collapsing behind you all as you move through the tunnel into this new age, into the light of literally waking up to collective
1: consciousness. Oh, I love that i'm so excited the way you the way you put it i am just all of these uh senses of excitement and um joy is just being triggered yes and even though and and there's that part of me where i say wait a second even though i don't know what it looks like yet and what i will experience yet there's still excitement no matter how it unfolds for me personally
2: no beloved, you are already experiencing it. What you're describing, that's it. Okay? That's what's on the other side. That's what you're going through the tunnel for. OK? That's the result of loving truth is that feeling of joy, of elevation, that you have that something has been deeply lifted from you, that you are unburdened. Mm -hmm. Because truth is powerful. But when it is one with love, not only is there revelation, but it is love that alleviates the burdens of that revelation. It helps you to let go of all the old that is gathering dust within your energetic being right and so what you are experiencing that's it beloved.
1: okay i thought there was more to go the details In- okay
2: simply that
1: i right? just i just don't want to convince myself that i'm finished when i'm not
2: there's well there's no such thing right right there that is that's a certainty
1: right right And, and I wanted to, I wanted to stay away from, I want, I'm trying to be neutral, but I understand what you're saying in, in that certainty is confining while uncertainty stretches.
2: Correct.
1: And can I paint a picture for the listeners who might be a little frightened by the words, by the threat of change, because Mm -hmm. it's, these are big changes. Um, Picture a painting. It's got everything in it and all of its elements reflect your perceptions, your beliefs, your mindsets, and your attitudes. And you stare at this painting, and that's your certainty, that this is how life works, here's how it works for you, here's your potential, here's, here are the possibilities, here are the impossibilities and the limitations. You're certain of all these things. And that's finite. But let's go to the infinite of uncertainty, where you now have a blank canvas. You just have to choose the proper paintbrush for what you want to create. Does that work for you in
2: The only thing that I would adjust is that you are not a blank canvas. You are always yourself in every moment. You are the fullness of yourself in every moment. Okay. But what happens is that when you are relieved of these old burdens, you have the feeling, you have uh, that knowing if you want to use that word inside that you can create your heart's desire that you can be of service that you can have a better life because it is your burdens that create the difficulties in your life whether it seems like they're coming from the outside or the inside or both right it is hanging on to what you don't need that creates the problems in your life. Huh. So I'm going to emphasize two things. One, if fears are coming up for you, then come to uh, my retreat online, it is about making fear your ally, changing your whole perception around fear. And two, that a lot of your fears stem from that old paradigm of certainty because in order to shore up that paradigm, it had to be done through fear. It's the only way it could uh, work. Right. Because um, let's go back a few hundred years where uh, the male at that time, the male population, uh, not the whole male population, but majority said women will never vote, Uh, because they don't understand politics. They are not bright enough. They are not intelligent enough. And that's just the way it is, right? Women aren't smart enough to vote, so they don't get the vote. That's just how it is. And then in order to shore that up, in order to uh, ensure that certainty, there had to be a collective campaign on convincing women that it was in the country's best interest that they don't vote or that they're really not bright enough to vote so they shouldn't bother. And that their place is having children and managing the home and taking care of the male in that equation. And that could only be done through fear. And that fear was reinforced from many places, from the pulpit, from the uh, the political stage, uh, from women amongst themselves, right? This was reinforced again and again and again. but if you stand back in neutrality, you can see that voting is a form of power within particular societies. Yes. So the fear of sharing that power was very real. The Mm -hmm. fear of giving up part of their power was very real. So in order to create the certainty that it was a good thing that women didn't vote. You had to do that through fear. So I will tell you all that when your fears come up around what I'm talking about, it's coming from your certainty, that old paradigm that says things are a certain way and they have to stay a certain way. They're always going to be that way I want them to always be this way. I want them to stay this way. But that's never been how life is. You do not have that level of control as an individual. Free will, yes. Control, not so much. Mm-hmm. So the loving truth is going to reveal to you on every level of your being just how invested you are in that old paradigm of certainty
1: okay right. great i say great now but um and to add to what you were saying uh where to keep that um to keep that power out of fear society rallied around it let's go forward a couple hundred years look at the times in the past century where it was difficult for women to get jobs. They couldn't have a bank account. They couldn't apply for credit. This is what they set in place to reinforce the fear and put you in fear of survival. I can't survive without a man. Yes. So I will learn my place and that will hold them there. Um, the retreat sounds fantastic. May I ask a question or a few?
2: I just want to make a distinction that you have made. I want to Uh, emphasize it absolutely you spoke about your experience recent experience with your own movement of loving truth and clearing out your channel you said it was intense and uh, emotional and uh, many different things but it did not feel like the dark night of the soul and i'll tell you why What's going to happen now for many of you, even though there will be times where it will feel hard or very emotional or sometimes tiring physically, it will feel productive. The dark night of the soul often does not. And it feels as though there's no end in sight You're sort of stuck here in a kind of no man's land, wandering around, not sure how to lift this dark night of the soul. And it's almost when you finally do find your way out, it's almost by accident, as Mm -hmm. if it just all of a sudden lets up, right? Yes. This is going to feel very different. You are going to feel the productivity of it. You are going to feel how you are being useful by allowing yourself to go through this. You are going to feel as though you are contributing by going through the process itself. So it will not feel as though you are a victim or something's being taken from you or forced on you. You agree to this That's the only way it would be happening for you. And if it feels as though there's part of your brain that wants to kind of spin out, why is this happening? I don't let that happen. You sit with your call to service and you trust that you are being called to this service and you are answering the call. And there may be a period of discomfort, but I promise you that you will also feel that it is necessary, that you are doing something that feels necessary for yourself and others. Would you say that that would be uh, the difference between the two, beloved? Absolutely. Because I've
1: been through a dark night of the soul several times It's exactly as you um, depict. And with this, it felt purposeful. And so a a big part of it was my, as I said, I tried to relax into it as best I could. There's a lot of allowance. Allow this to happen. And when I felt pressed down into my bed, it felt like, no, this is where you belong right now. And I said, okay. Yes. And I tried to relieve myself of any guilt of not getting something done or not being a superwoman and I needed the rest and I needed to allow myself to feel. And if anything had been more, um, active Mm -hmm. and, and if I, if I hadn't been, like you said, I liked your words, if I hadn't been put in a position to allow this to happen, which is exactly what happened, I was put into a position where I would have the privacy to do this. Yes. And I didn't see it all the way until you said that. Good. I felt more victimized. Mm-hmm. I felt a little more victimized than that. And then I've, I've been trying to kind of taking a taking scissors to, to a fabric and trying to uh, tear apart the fabric, right, mm-hmm. of victimization. Like, no, don't think that way. Don't think that way is what I tried to do. Um, but there was productivity and the energy going through me was so thick. I don't understand the twitching, because all all, I sprained my neck with that happening. What was, was the twitching electrical currents? Correct,
2: yes. So when you are releasing that, also, that often happens when you are releasing is you get those uh, sort of surges uh, of electrical current in the body um, and that can be very common particularly if you are a channel mm-hmm.
1: hmm. well now I need medical attention <laughs> to help me with the neck but i'm I'm happy to understand what those were they're much milder now what about for someone for whom that has been happening over an extended period of time like 10, 15 years. Is that just a slower process or is it something different?
2: Are you talking about someone who channels or what are you specifically
1: referring to? I'm referring to a highly sensitive person who teaches. I would imagine he channels. Yes. And when I divulged my experience, honestly, his first words were, you're not alone. It happens to me too.
2: Yes. So um, it still happens to Daniel, particularly when I come in and out of the body. So when you are a channel or a psychic medium, when you are closely aligning yourself with higher energies, your human electrical current, vibrates at a particular frequency. And then when it combines with a frequency from the divine in a very close quarter, so to speak, in your body, then um, that's the twitching. So you're setting off uh, surges, right? So my power is much greater than Danielle's power and so uh, it's yes like a power surge and sometimes your uh, nerve endings get twitchy sometimes it's very strong you may want to speak to for you personally beloved you may want to speak about this with yeshua your energy and um, the combining of his energy
1: if to be clear though, it wasn't just releasing, it was taking in, yes. it, it's clearing the channel to do both, basically. Yes, perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I totally understand that. I will speak with him. Um, the process of going from the lower three chakras to the upper three is that process complete within the collective? We're still happening over time for people,
2: so. Oh. the majority of people in the world will continue to live in their lower four chakras because they simply did not choose a spiritual path for a life because loving truth is not just a spiritual tenant it is a human tenant right it is necessary for humanity and so to embrace loving truth to weave it into the collective, the collective does not need to, as a whole, step on a spiritual path. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Will that cause trouble for the rest of us? In
2: what way? Bill?
1: If they're at a different level of, correct me if I'm wrong, if they're on a different level vibrationally. Yes. Or is it also a different level of consciousness? then that lower consciousness could be more negative than the higher loving truth consciousness. Yes.
2: So what's important to understand is that uh, just like the energy of transparency that came to the collective in 2000, um, that has created some extraordinarily wonderful results and some really painful and difficult results. In your United States, you are very divided as a result of transparency.
1: Yes. So Mm -hmm.
2: loving truth is going to be similar in that what is revealed to the individual about themselves um, is going to be received in light and in shadow, both. And so... Your world will always be a place where humans come to the karmic wheel for death, life, birth, death, and uh, rebirth and evolution of their soul from shadow to light. But adjustments have to be made in the collective if you're going to do that on planet earth. So all of this is in service to Gaia. Yes, ultimately, it will serve the human collective. But first and foremost, this energy is for Gaia.
1: Mm -hmm. I meant to say earlier that we need to shift our thinking from Gaia is here for us to we're here for her.
2: Correct.
1: Mm -hmm. Correct. I meant to say that.
2: Sentience was given so you could serve her rather than the other way around that would uh, for her serving you as human animals that's a given right she serves all life but uh, the sentient piece was given so that you could serve her at a higher conscious level
1: than the animal kingdom i see Okay. okay With regard to you mentioning that when the fear comes up, know that it's simply a certainty from the old paradigm to which you are attached. Okay. When a fear comes up, um, I'll, I'll use nothing ever works out for me. That would be a certainty from the old paradigm. Nothing ever works out for me. It always fails, right? So when something like that comes up, are there steps you can recommend to disconnect and neutralize that certainty and replace it with the new loving truth, uncertainty.
2: Well, first it's a good idea to identify, is that a fear or is that used as a comfort to keep you in place where it feels safe?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Right. So identifying your motivation for using that phrase is the first step. Okay. And then once you understand what, uh, in what context you're really calling upon that belief, um, then you can dip into your uh, spiritual toolbox. Okay. And find the tools that are fluid that are based in openness and honesty and willingness, tools that are based in um, something you can modify or refine to really fit you and your circumstances and your needs in the moment, instead of you trying to twist yourself into unrecognizable shape to fit the tool right right the tool should be fluid to fit you and not from your mind standpoint to say oh well I'll just use this part of the tool and not not the uh, part of the tool that might show me too much about myself mm-hmm. but uh, to use it from that intuitive place right what does your intuition tell you about that tool that to use it in such a way that it's going to fit you in your needs in the moment. And now, beloved, we are at an end of our time together. Okay. You? Yes. Thank I love you. you, my daughter. And I will tell all of you, beloved ones, that I love you and not just I am with you, But we, the divine, we are with you, your spirit family, those in the divine that you resonate and identify closely with, we are with you. And there is nowhere you can go that we will not find you and bring you back
1: to yourself. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. I love you, too. Namaste. Namaste, Mother. Hello. Wow. What a reunion. Yes. What a reunion. How do well, you feel?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm wiped out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's all uh, sit and process this, and maybe we can chat about it next time. I would uh, love
2: that. Part two. Part two. tools for the journey
1: tools for the journey and uh, wow there's a lot to unpack here Um, thank you Danielle as usual for your time and brilliant insights you Um, are
2: so welcome my love it is always my joy to be here with all of you and you especially Charlotte
1: I so look forward to this all the time and, and I really did miss you but the past six months have been so valuable I wouldn't change a thing To everyone listening, if you want to participate in weekly live streams with Danielle and Mother on YouTube, review the calendar of events and join Danielle and Mother's community at belovedpublications.com. Visit spiritual and
2: oh, yeah. Sorry, I was just sorry to interrupt. I was just going to remind everybody uh, Mother mentioned the retreat coming up. She did. Uh, Here becomes your ally, and that is uh, online. So wherever you are in the world, you can attend. Everything is recorded, the video and the audio. So if you can't make the live uh, sessions, you know, it's all there. And that is August 3rd through the 6th. And you can go to BelovedPublications.com and uh, find out more information and register there.
1: Perfect. Good catch. If you would like to have an energetic clearing session with me at Yeshua and the Divine Team, Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com. The name of the clearing we spoke about today and she confirmed it excavates your burdens. That's why I'm so happy. Beautiful. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I just feel so much joy, alignment, centeredness. It's, It's fantastic. Spiritual Insights Radio is where you want to go to book that session with me. It doesn't take too long. It doesn't hurt and it will change your life. I can promise you that. Join the community if you want to participate in any of my online events, uh, the Psychic and Metaphysics Free-for-All, and the Holy Trinity Guided Meditation, guided by Yeshua, channeled by me. And just a nice reminder to everyone, wherever you tune into the show, whether it's Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you tune in, please smash the like buttons. Please leave a rating and a positive comment to encourage others to listen in. I would appreciate And I would be very grateful for your support in that regard. Thank you again, Danielle. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?